It's October 25th, 2022, and it's a very spooky episode. I'm Six Detmar. What am I supposed to do now? And I'm Nick Cease, and this is Buttle Crow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast where we talk about Dota 2 on a podcast. And it's, and a, it's very a very spooky, spooky episode. <laughs> Six just jumping on my on my bag here. Because I, I knew it wouldn't stop you. I knew that first one you pretended. I'm unstoppable. Like that made you- I was like, no, I gotta do it twice. I gotta double step on your foot. (laughs) What happens when... You know what Bottle Crow is like? What happens when an immovable object meets an immovable object? (laughs) You know, it's not a bad phrasing. You want to go to our TZ speakeasy real quick? I can knock out today's tea. Tea. I've gotten all my rage out at the patch. Now I'm just uh, trying to be happy. Because when the new patch drops and I like it, I'll probably be angry all the time. I need, to be, I need something to be mad at. And now that I have the patch, I'll be angry at. Golden Flower Oolong. Ooh. Now here's the interesting thing. It, it's, it's, it says it's an oolong. I'm going to send you a picture of it having brood. I'm using a shot glass mm-hmm. to see color. Mm-hmm. What I about appear a to dice? have failed at that. <laughs> hmm. Uh. Now, it does smell of oolong. You can smell, okay. and it's sort of like one of the ones that f- smells like it has an inherent sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. So it's... Six is just poured water. Didn't feel like brewing. I like the kettle's broken. Of the of the oolongs I've had, there's always been this sort of thought in the back of my mind, but this is the closest to it. This is kind of like a honeysuckle tea. Like, more like the smell okay. than actually honeysuckle nectar, which is much sweeter, but it has this, mm-hmm. like, it feels very silly to say, but like a sweetness that isn't sweet, right? It's not sugar sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, it's... I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, this is this is fairly. I mean, it's extremely. I could just chug this whole mug, no problem. Like, so, um, how long did you brew it for? Uh, two minutes, as per directions. Uh, people were saying. So, what I do is I go to look at some reviews and mm-hmm. I check the temperature and go with temperature consensus, and then for duration, I usually do the longer duration that I see, unless there's mm-hmm. an extreme outlier. But I start the timer the second water hits leaf. Hmm. Like, I don't pour it and then start the timer. I start pouring it, and while I'm pouring it, I hit the timer. So it's like, how how much of a delta is that? How slowly do you pour the water, Six? I don't pour it that slowly. What's what's important, Nick, isn't the delta, it's the consistency. It's the consistency of my approach. And of this tea, it's very much like water. Yeah, like water like consistency. Can you brew it more? You did that one time, but you're already done cleaned. Well,. As I say, this this is like the time the the time I brewed it more was because there were other people who were saying to brew it for longer. There aren't people who are saying to brew it for longer than two minutes. Oh no, I mean like the first I think our T Z speakeasy. You just brewed it for longer <laughs> on the pod, right? But I, but at that time it was because I originally brewed it for three minutes, and there were people mm-hmm. who said three. There were people who said five. But so six, I just gave fuck them the people. Minutes. You I, deserve asexual. better. I want to do that. You can try it on your own. You do this all the time. But I like this. Okay. Okay. It's easy for You're me not to like eat things that suck more. and drink things that suck. 
But when I'm I have something w- that I like, I don't need to reach for worse. The stars. It's like, shoot for the stars. If you miss, you'll sh- you'll smack into the moon. Oh, the always, mad yeah. moon. My version of that was always, you'll die horribly in space. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's true. Well, nice. Uh, like Voyager. Voyager's like just gonna no, Voyager's float out still, there for a, it's still the, until the end of time yeah, it only I mean, like recently stopped anything. sending really like kind of being dead now yeah yeah mm-hmm. but it's like it's not Voyager on a course one. for anything and it's moving compared it's on a to course space to leave. so slowly well it has left it's outside of the yeah. um solar system the helio helio whatever yes thank you see i i did some of my research but i don't live this shit so anyway <laughs> um well what i've got here is of course, would you say, hmm, I would say that this drink is the Queen Bee's Knees, actually. Oh, wait. Did Kisa Bee make hey. a fucking beer or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, wait, I got a sound. Uh, we made a tea out of gamer bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> wait, now that you mention it. Or sorry, a beer is what I meant to say. A beer, but. yeah. Honestly, I should. I'm gonna get into making meat again, which is gonna be a whole big battle bottle quote topic. And you're gonna be, you're gonna be like, listen, Kisa, I got your back. I've got a brand. I'm deal. gonna need some water from you, though. Oh my god. <laughs> Nova could use. Uh, so this is the Queen Bee's knees. It is uh from like kind of a local distillery. Uh, I found. It is a ready-to-drink craft cocktail, so it's kind of the new craze of like cocktail in a can. It's you know a skinny. Oh, it's like a Red huh. Bull can. I uh, wouldn't have thought you the type, but go for it. Let's let's, let's I try this. I wouldn't either, but I was at like a little festival thing for like you know beer and spirits, and they had one of these. Well, they had you know samples, right? So I had like a tiny mm-hmm. little thing. I'm like, I actually like this. Hmm. It is gin, lavender, honey, lemon, and ginger. Wow. I'm not a big lavender guy, but I like all of those other things um, strongly. Um, this is a little, uh, I don't know, it might get canceled for this, but so it's woman-owned, locally crafted, dedicated to distilling unusual and unconventional spirits um, to chill, chill, and strain into a martini glass garnish with a lemon peel. Queen Bee's Knees, gin with natural flavors. Six, I... What are your feelings on owning women? I'm not big into owning women, but like, hey, if that's your thing, um, I don't know. I mean, like, in the context of like, like owning people on Twitter, I think that's you know, listen, you know, some people okay. need owning, and gender is not a factor. Owned. Gotcha. Um, so Ricky's into generally. it. So I'm gonna go ahead and pop the top there. Six Detmar in f- favor of owning women. I've had this. Um, it's been a, a week or so. It's so I have this. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I've never, you know, really analyzed it, you know, critically, uh, critically given it a sniff here. So here we go on the nose of the queen bee's knees. I'm going to smell the queen bee's knees. So obviously gin, if you know what gin smells like, right? It's that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. juniper berry. That's the only time. Have you ever experienced a juniper berry anything outside of gin? Have you even experienced? I think I've encountered a gin? juniper bush. But otherwise, oh. in inedible contexts, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's got Though that. Gin is debatably edible. <laughs> <laughs> Legally edible. So very, you know, gin. But so then it's also got this honeyed, like sweet-ish flavor smell. Mm-hmm. And probably, you know, similar way to a light honeysuckle. This is a very light smell. 
you get a little bit of the lavender, right? Like that very floral, that like purple floral lavender Duquette. type thing. A little, yeah. yeah. Vaguely herbal, not really. Honestly, the thing about the smell is, yeah, there's not a lot of ginger. Like you'd have to work hmm. to smell the ginger. And I don't know, I'm a ginger fiend. So yeah. maybe, yeah. I don't know, that's fine. But anyway, so here we go. Yes, you can taste the ginger. Mm. It's not like very hyper strong, like very astringent or, you know, strong ginger ale, ginger tang. But you mm -hmm. taste it a lot. You may not feel it a lot, but you taste it a lot. Um, I mean, there are, there are a lot of, I feel like, um, depending on how you treat ginger, there are cases where like even just raw ginger just doesn't have that much of a smell, right? Like, I, I don't suppose. know if you've ever worked with, I don't know if you've ever worked with crystallized ginger, but you can't really smell that shit. Oh, I haven't, but I know exactly what you, like, I've probably eaten it. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And who knows? I mean, amongst the rest of the, what's in here, uh, you definitely get the honey. It's um, not super sweet. It's like a very strong honey flavor. Uh, if you've had, you know, like a darker honey, like not just, um, you know, bl orange blossom or like uh, a very translucent honey it's you know more opaque like a clover sort of like darker raw so it's got that not too sweet though it definitely is one of those things that is dangerous to, <laughs> dangerously sweet though so it's not like mm. cloyingly sweet or like a soda but it definitely you know like six usually once masks the alcohol right that strawberry effect i assume mm -hmm. um uh so the only thing about it is i'm i'm not a big lavender guy uh so I mean, I've met yep, you. That's You're the kind only of white, to be honest. Not to yeah, no, I'm not like a a, vera, a ver, veron. You're not an astral ver, elf. An astral. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> They've always said this about me. Who's the girl who turns into the blueberry? Violet. Plum. <laughs> Violet. Me? Oh, is this a Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka thing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm just like mm, great question, Nick. <laughs> Who's that girl who turns into a blueberry? Reginald. Okay, so I'm pouring it out here. Honestly, I realize now it probably looks a lot like your tea. Your teasy. Uh, take a picture here. My lighting is worse, but... Oh, come on. Condensation. Gonna wipe that off. See if we get anything new on the new. Not really. Hmm. It's pretty consistent. And then... Ooh, a lot of lavender now after I actually poured it out. A lot more lavender. Hmm. Yeah. So if it were me, I would make it a lot more ginger, but I'm kind of insane on the ginger. And you can kind of still taste the gin. So, like, you don't want to go crazy. It's definitely, like, very light, very floor. Very good. I mean, there's a reason I actually bought, like, a four-pack of these after trying. I was like, I can't believe I like this. But, yeah, here you go. There's the pick. Nice. And there we good are. stuff. So I think we're uh, we're all pre-gamed at RTZ Speakeasy now, Six. Yeah, we're ready to talk about Bottle Crow. Where is it? Oh my god, I picked the right one. It's the win. Damn. It's the radiant win, excuse me. Folks, the International 2022 is ongoing, technically. We are sort of it's in a pause us. right now. 
We are in the gap between the main event and the finals. The final four have been decided, and this upcoming weekend we will see who will lift the Aegis of Champions. Uh, who will like we see? Every so year. Who's, who's left right now? Uh, okay, I guess uh, spoilers. Um, we're no, gonna have well, to do this I, anyway, I but just to say yeah. it, just to say it, we're gonna spoil how how Ti has gone. Right now, in the upper bracket, we have Team Secret and Tundra Esports. In the lower bracket, we have Team Master and Team Liquid. May I say, for the record, I fucking called it. Puppies busting out all the last minute strategies before <laughs> Dota dies. <laughs> Did you see the shit? Probably, I mean, of course you didn't. Maybe a few shit posts. There's been some good ones on the uh, the Dota Two subreddit. Uh, that I've shared with with various people. I think there was one about like you know, oh, I met Pep, Pep uh, Puppy or you know, players talking about <laughs> I met Peppy as well. It's a uh, uh-huh. Febby and Puppy combined. Uh, and you know, you know the meme about how Team Secret has never won a TI, right? Because Puppy is always saving uh, strategies for the intergalactic. Uh huh. And the the shippers was like, sir, sir, the game's dead. There's not going to be an intergalactic. You know, Puppy turns to the camera. Well, I guess it's finally time. He's doing you know it. You know, you're just describing the show notes I wrote, right? You wrote show notes? Nick, go look at... We, we can do this live. Pull up the last episode of Bottle Crow and read the show notes. Oh, I the, I got you. Not our notes page. Gotcha. Yeah, remember, like, Six used to write fan fiction shitposting. Wait, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, that, that was I'm like, literally weird, thinking just of the show what I did. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was so good. I remembered it. I didn't uh, attribute it to Six. I mean, I could but have just really posted is. it to Reddit, and it would have done okay. Honestly, but, yeah, yeah, I need to just start copying, copy-pasting <laughs> things. But it really is that, yeah. Team Secret, who were in the last chance qualifiers uh, to even get in. Yeah, yeah, and and now they're popping off. Though the other person in the top is even more surprising. It's Tundra Esports, a team that Who? joined. So they joined the Dota Two competitive scene in 2021 in the middle mm-hmm. of the pandemic, um, working with uh, a a the, at the time team called Mud Golems, mm. um, who didn't really do anything that impressive, <laughs> and uh, and now. They're, yeah, so it's Soxa, you may know Soxa. Snake King, you may know Snake King. These are names yep. that, that we've heard. Um, the coach is Owie. Yeah, yeah. Though once you're, headed, once you're headed to TI, it's like you can get a good coach, oh, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 33, some people would know 33. But then beyond that, it's Skeeter and Nine, who I'd never heard of before. No. Nine um, is German and Skeeter is, I don't need, uh, Slovakian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nine. He was the first German to reach nine thousand MMR. Whereas Skeeter hit eleven thousand. So, you know, it's it's pub fiends, I guess. I don't know. It's just weird. I guess right? so. Oh, um Skitter was a ninjas in pajamas. Uh, for three months. Huh. <laughs> that kind of fits for nip. Okay, well, you know, Eternal Envy's, you know, old team. Yeah, good for good for him. I mean, yeah, Ninja's Pajamas, uh, a cross game organization that in Dota exists to be a place that people fall into when they don't know what else to do with their lives. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of, I feel like the upper bracket is the most surprising to me, but looking at, like, people who are eliminated, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, Defending Champions Team Spirit didn't make, lo like, lower bracket last chance, best of ones. Yeah. Um, uh, it's rough. RNG, really, really a heartbreak for RNG, uh, Royal Never Give Up. Mm -hmm. um, a really good Chinese team that um, everyone got covid and uh, I can't help but <laughs> think that affected but their performance. Yeah, yeah. They, they they literally, I think, I don't know whose idea it was. I want to believe it's <laughs> X Nova's idea, but it's like, they can't go out on the stage. They're going to get people sick. And so X Nova was on the stage and the other four computers were manned by teddy bears with teddy headsets bears. on. <laughs> yeah, it was great. They did it one more time because I think another player later on also had to quarantine. So they, they mm -hmm. pulled it out again, but it was just X Nova uh it was really sad it was great though uh, like at the end poor x nova like out there um it was uh who are they against fucking i can't even remember um uh entity was who took him down entity that's right there was you know essentially a bm pause an accidental bm pause like as the ancient was falling uh mm -hmm. for the the final game uh that was an accident uh and then poor, yeah, you know they're very excited x at nova the at the moment, it felt like it was like yeah, a BM, like an intentional dunk. And yeah. it came out later that basically one of the players on Entity got really excited, popped <laughs> off and dropped his headset on his keyboard and it paused the game. He had and a he puppy like, I'm really sorry. You know, That's not his, what I meant. He threw his headset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and X Nova, you know, they're very excited. So X Nova's the only one there. And like, they didn't go walk over to the loser's side to shake their hands. I mean, you know, it's just, just people being excited. So he goes, you know, awkwardly like to the middle of the stage and shakes hands with everybody but the one guy who was like still off celebrating. And then he's like, well, I guess I'll leave. And they, the crowd chanted his name. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a really bummer way for that to, that to go, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. That's, I know. That, that it was like that thing's still around, you know. I would have loved <laughs> for do? them to have gotten it because I, I really think that Nova X... could use a snack. What? X Nova could use a snack. Oh, okay. X Nova could use. Well, then you want him to win the you want him to win the fucking All Star game so he can get the cheese. What even is fuck? Oh, okay, so let's get into it. Yeah, the, so the inevitable all star game. <laughs> that's that's what's going on with the Dota part of the international. I, I will say, um, I have watched. Okay, so day one, I've watched all but the last game. Day two, I watched all but the last game. I need to catch up on those. Day three, mm -hmm. I only watched one series. I need to catch up. But I've watched most of the main event. And together, a few days ago, we watched um, Thunder, Thunder Awaken versus Team Liquid. Mm -hmm. Really great games. Like the first game yeah. was yeah. a, well, and the the end game was all, the third game was also yeah. The first so. game was an all timer, and the third mm -hmm. game was just I think a really good game. Um, third game was tiring to watch, series, but yeah, I mean, just there's been a lot of great matches overall. Though I will say, been a lot of two O's. Yeah, like upper bracket was all two O's, all two O's, and lower bracket was I mean. One, it started two, out. It started out three, two O's, but four. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, interesting. Dota two. Um, I mean, do, we, we don't. <laughs> we don't have to give the overview for the audience, uh, but we can talk about you know how it's going and how we feel about things. I mean, how we can started, start from the beginning. Going. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the group stage. We begin with the group stage, right? Yeah. 
Um, so the coverage this year was not broadcast on the Dota 2 TI Twitch channels. Um, it was on PGL, who uh, was is producing TI once again. Uh, in this case, for the first time ever, PGL uh, was also the tournament organizer, I think is the way to specify it, for the group stage. So Valve mm. was not like the, the organizing the group stage at all. So I get, you know, PGL probably had more freedom or more responsibility, I guess would be the, the way to say it. Mm-hmm. It um, it was not good. We knew this had rumors of it that became more and more substantiated as we went on uh, in time that the talent, you know, the panel uh, and everything were going to be remote. They weren't going to be at TI. And that right. came true. Um, however... It was still, you know, copium during the group stages. A lot of the casters, you know, there were some some lesser known names, right? Uh, and they were in their bedrooms, <laughs> and they had this goofy, like, you know, they really tried, like, little oh, televisions on screen, like televisions on arms in front of Roche Pit, but like they were really small, so it's hard to see them. Uh, production issues, like quality was pretty bad, uh, just general technical stuff, pretty poor a lot of the time. The, 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 like sometimes common complaints about um, observers, uh, when you don't hire the best of the best, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, very low uh, production quality for the international, especially when this was something that used to be produced by Valve. Uh, and so the, for whatever reason, you know, small indie company, they must have not made as much money to give to PGL to stipulate they couldn't do this. They had a, the whole thing was sponsored by, you know, GGBet, right? The betting company, uh, mm-hmm. online betting website, whatever, including, you know, plastered everywhere, obviously, including the game HUD, which at the top would occasionally drop down to show you the betting odds of which team would win. Like, you know, the odds they would give you on which team would win. And it would be on screen for a long time, like obscuring a good portion of the upper third in the middle of team fights, Multiple times. This was not a one-off. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the fact that, you know, it even TI has a, a big gambling sponsor is like the main thing that the group stage was sponsored by is already kind of shitty enough. Um, having a sponsor for the main thing okay um talk about that but then it was like oh and it's a gambling sponsor blah 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 do all this it's like great that's what we need our video game to be known for i mean it's it's a video game okay a lot of kids play video games yeah what if it was sponsored by a tobacco company there's reasons that that is fine too just like there's reasons that you know advertising gambling is is fine is not you know oh it's awful cancel uh, but there's that's a reason not really the that point. I, when I there's a reason when I go to the Angels game they have banners that say that from Budweiser that just have a picture of Budweiser and say like touchdown because they're idiots. <laughs> they don't they don't really? actually say touchdown. Oh, I was just okay. being condescending. I kind of I would do that now because then people would talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Any points are good points. Uh, imagine if hmm. oh, we're really derailed, but it's I'm so sorry. We have to go to Jackie's mound. Go go go. Screw, oh, oh, Wait, 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 wait. Team, 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 team. Get back, get back, get back, get back, get back, get back. See that leg go after. Uh-oh. Oh! No! Deep to right field, back to the wall. Drive home. 
what if uh in baseball when people scored they would start doing like the touchdown dances that football players now do when they score i feel like oh i thought you were about to dismiss <laughs> I, th- I really thought you were about to be like shut the fuck up i i feel like that wouldn't fly Nick, in baseball culturally mm-hmm. i feel like baseball is like almost all professional american sports are organized by old white conservatives right mm-hmm. we all know this but baseball is the ones who who like think it's really important for people to be quiet and sit there and appreciate things right like <laughs> whereas football are you is sure? like I, I i'm not I talking about the fans mean, but, but yeah. i mean like no, like okay, yeah. they are the it is the kind of sport where if you like if you like you know did a home run and you were like yes and like you know stood there pumping your fist they would find you <laughs> i want somebody to dab on home plate yeah i guess i believe you hmm. major league boomers all right we got to go back to bottle crow now okay anytime now <laughs> it's so hard to find things <laughs> the alphabet is hard Okay, we were talking about having a gambling sponsor. Let's talk about having a sponsor at all for TI. Listen, so GG's bet was only for the group stage. After the group stage, the rest is actually organized by Valve as the TO, right? So PGL, like they've done for all, you know, I think all the past TIs since they started farming it out, that like org org part. Maybe they always did Mm -hmm. it. Um, Valve is like the organizer and PGL is the production company. So, in past years, there was no sponsor. There was no sponsor for TI. And so, you didn't have ads. Yeah. Great! I I really don't like... Like, I've come to realize how... I think the ad supported a fucking... All creative economists and almost... Uh, I really don't enjoy... Ads. Generally. Like, I get it. Like, you know, we're on a podcast. Like, when Six becomes an incredibly successful, like, podcast network host, it's going to be because there's lots of ads, so people make a living. Um, and then, you know, you, you vet the ads, and most places don't do a good job or don't really care, yada, yada, right? That's just how mm-hmm. the economy works. It doesn't have to be that way. It wasn't always this way. There are other things you can do, like, oh, I don't know. Take a 75% cut of a crowdfunded cosmetic fundraiser in your video game and use that to increase the uh, budget that you send out RFPs for. Yeah. That you've probably done all the time in the past. Even if, like, you know, PGL has always done it and you don't want to organize, you know, ESL or WePlay or somebody else, you know, doing it or they didn't bid, right? maybe they know that don't bid so they can do whatever they want probably not just say you know you can get taken advantage of sure you're not going to you know minimize the value the money you spend because pgl is going to try to you know make more from you because they know that they can make demands okay meet him like give him a little bit more and just say no you can't have the sponsor supposedly it might have been in the millions for gg bet um i'm just like oh my god valve giving the millions well why do you think why do you think they got millions for the deal? It's not because gg.bet is not going to make more millions. It's because mm-hmm. they will make more millions. 
they think. So, like, just... I really enjoy TI not being hyper-commercial. It is, like Valve has said, it's, you know, a passion project, right? It's not mm-hmm. just, like, hey, we're going to have a really expensive, flashy tournament to to make money. Have you thought about the fact that we still don't know what half the battle pass actually is? I mean, we've had, you like, wanna, headlines, but... Do you want to know... As I don't think this has changed. We also don't know what the money split for TI is. Oh, we'll never know. They're like this is this is their favorite thing is that they don't have to that they, they got away with not telling us anymore. Wait, really? What do you mean? So, so wait, wait, really? What? I'm I I about... made this. I made an accusation. I don't have like I, I don't have facts you. to back up the kind of thing I'm saying is is the sort of thing that will never be proven. But like, if you are a company. Mm-hmm. private or public you like making money and nothing makes you happier than not having to say to people like besides investors which they don't really have in the same way of course they do have some mm-hmm. um where that money goes because basically without exception whenever you give that information it is either you have to make concessions to make it look better or you gross people out oh i get like what where it goes in valve Right, like, well, I mean, just in general, they are happy to not tell you where money is going. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, and there's, like, strategic... Yeah. No, I mean, like, as of a little while ago, at least, um, in terms of, like, what the split is between the teams that made it to TI, right? You don't just get all the money for first place. I saw a number already. Like, I saw a number on Wikipedia. I don't know where they got it from. Oh, okay. um, Let's see. Uh, first place, uh, seven million nine hundred eighty-two thousand. Yeah, it seems like these numbers are out there. Yeah, but like, it makes me really sad to see like, oh, it's like let's go to all these sponsors and ads. Like, the whole theme of TI twenty twenty-two, right? Is like, okay, it's Valve has lost the passion for the passion project. Full stop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There are a lot of difficulties with uh, this TI in Singapore, which is a very expensive place. Um, scheduling due to like pandemic stuff where they could get, you know, booking, um, stuff like that. Um, maybe it's cheaper to have the talent in Oslo for whatever reason. Um, who cares? Who cares if you're passionate about it? I know you like blowing millions, you know, it's a thing. But I mean, you're already blowing millions like it's just a matter of perspective of like how much are we willing to pay also we're making all this money off dota 2 battle pass crowdfunded thing right like once you pay Uh valve it's valve's money but like fucking come on it's not like oh you know valve's revenue streams and everything have produced this amount it's like no you've literally made this exact amount from within dota 2 on selling pretty pixels to people put on put on a well fucking produced show it's the magic of ti like and it is a very unique event right it was Mm -hmm. always known for having the highest by far prize pool right for any video game lots of sporting game events sporting game events um and people have talked about this for a while (laughs) numbers go up and all but at a certain point, the prize pool can't keep going. Like, what was uh, 2021's prize pool? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was 
40 million. That's right. It made it to 40 million dollars. At some point that's not going to, it's not going to keep going up. Right. Um, the infinite growth is a is a like late a stage myth. capitalist myth. Yeah. Yeah. So you you know, at some point you can just let it happen uh and which is fine, like whatever. Or you could intentionally lower the prize pool people you know okay you can have strategies where it's like okay we're gonna take some of this money and put it into the dpc or like you know the other tournaments throughout the year right there's sure kind of issues it's it's a big prestige event and it's kind of very cool that we have this incredible incredibly important event but also it's like damn that's like a single spike transient of money a massive spike transient compared to the rest of the year so there's there's reasons you could do that. They have announced yeah. none of these things. They intentionally got to have been intentionally just destroyed the prize pool this year. Um, released the battle pass very late, half finished. I mean, it's all a matter of perspective. But I mean, you know, this literally, is also, they're saying, "Oh, part two. This is also part of my accusation. Things yep. I can't back up. But like, if TINs, I mean. In, at that point, the prize pool for TI is locked in, even though they're probably not getting paid for a while because of how that stuff goes, right? Yeah. The prize pool gets locked in. And so by making there be a part two after TI, suddenly all that money can just go to them. They don't need to put it in the TI prize pool anymore. They're making a better cut. Yeah. So will that happen? I don't know. They could yes. announce... That, oh, it's going to go to the DPC. Why would they have not announced that? Is there a reason right. they wouldn't have announced it by now? Like, where I mean, will be going to this? There season? isn't a logical reason. There is a reason of it's Valve, right? Valve just is incompetent about certain things. Yeah. They, they'll take their sweet Valve time. And you'll get you'll get things where they're like, like people are... I don't. I can't think of specific examples right now because it's you know it's so much. But like yeah. in Dota history, we've had moments where we were like, as a community, getting like close to boiling mad about some some element of the game or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And finally, like two weeks too late, <laughs> Valve is like, "Well, we've been working on this for four months," and it's like, "Then fucking say something!" <laughs> yeah, we talked. It's probably been a while, but like, listen, I appreciate not over communicating like riot does because listen you can be like and we're talking we're really open all talk and no play makes uh gabe a very asshole boy ass boy right like sure, i appreciate say. just doing the work and like under promise over deliver there is a balance there mm -hmm. valve has also done that we like you remember like the oh every two weeks we're gonna patch oh we're gonna have Oh, there was a meeting, I think, oh, man, maybe three TIs ago, where, like, they told the players, like, hey, we're going to have a new uh, uh, hero each quarter. Like, two new heroes a year. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, buddy. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not hopeful on where that money will go. Which is not yeah. great. So, yeah, group stage, not bad. It doesn't feel magical. At this point... <laughs> So at this point, like, you know, the Reddit is, like, very mad, right? Like, there's sure. a lot of negativity going around the Reddit because, you know, people are, I think, understandably being like, what the fuck? Why is there GG bet ads, and like, in the middle of the team fight so you can't tell what's happening? 
that's like at the most premier tournament, almost the most premier video game tournament ever. Usually. <laughs> uh, pretty like how the standards have fallen. Like even if it's, you know, okay, it's okay for, you know, a, a, a tournament. It's like people have extremely high expectations for this thing um, that are like logically extremely high. Uh, not just for what they've come to expect, but what they want to happen. Mm-hmm. So, and listen, like, it's the internet. Yeah, like, outrage. You know, there's a lot of shit going on, and it's Reddit. Like, okay, outrage, a lot of shit going on. Sex makes a video about, you know, streams and makes a video about being positive. They need to talk about all the positives. Which is like, yeah, I totally, I totally understand. It's like, there's so much negativity. Like, everybody's just being fucking so mad and negative. Let's talk about all the positives. But listen, that's all oh, you <laughs> It's not the thing to do because no matter what you do in that situation, you're going to come off as dismissive unless you're really careful and like hedge a lot of what you're saying. Right. Right. Like his point is extremely valid. Like, hey, there's a lot of positive. Like just because all this stuff is bad and we're really upset about it happening doesn't mean we shouldn't enjoy TI or like enjoy something about it. Right. The Dota has been mm-hmm. really good. That being said, you can't just say that, oh, everyone's too negative. We Too negative. We have to be positive. You have to, like, say it in a certain way that's not dismissive. Otherwise, you'll upset people, right? You can always just upset people. That You don't have to not sure. upset people. But until so people were <laughs> upset at Slacks. Can you believe it? Uh, he made a long-ass video. Um, and it wasn't just about TI stuff. It was about other stuff, too. It's like, yeah. So that that was a whole thing, another thing that made people mad. Finally. Oh, and sorry, I bring that up because he said it's the group stages and they're supposed to be shit. <laughs> Listen, it's a great line to pull. Um, the full thing isn't that much better. He's like, you know, because it, the group stage just has to happen. You know, it's supposed to be shit so that you can get to the main stage in terms of like, okay, revenue split or uh, budget split. How much are you going to spend on the group stage versus the main stage event, right? You're going to spend more on sure, the main stage. Sure, sure sure these are <laughs> this is I not mean, binary it's also it's part of the tournament right i know yeah people are like <laughs> no allowed to run it well like two groups did not make it past it two groups are not on the rest of ti after the group uh-huh. right right it's like i mean i get what you're trying to say slacks but in your usual in your usual way your like theatrical <laughs> hyperbole actually undermines your point the group stages should not upstage the main stage. They should still be good, though. Yeah, it's not hard to make them good. That's the thing. Like, it's TI-11, okay? How many Dota 2 tournaments have we fucking had, right? We know how to do this. Mm-hmm. We really know how to do this. And people were comparing it to the Animator, right? The, like, the We Play Animator. Sure. I don't even remember watching a lot of it. But, like, my God, they're sets, the like production value like they had interviews with the players at like a ramen bar set or whatever with mm-hmm. like sun's fan i think was behind the bench and cinderin was like sitting to the bar with him or something like it's so set like it's not that hard in terms of like you don't have to do a lot of new things right it is very like specialized and it takes skill sets people have those you can buy those skills for money that's yeah. how the economy works. So people, you know, upset. Keep saying the same thing. Yeah. People are upset. You get to the main stage. Quote unquote main stage. 
first off, there is no opening ceremony. We don't see yeah. Gabe Newell. You couldn't have had an opening ceremony, really, because you're in a mall. You're in a, a convention center, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And so there is like a stage set up like at the front with, you know, some computer things on, on either side. It looks to be about the same size, maybe a little bit larger than the stage I went to at the Washington, D.C. Armory Building for the Captain's Draft Tournament years ago. I recall. It looks to be about the same size, if not smaller. Like, it's wider. But the D.C. Armory is huge. The hilarious thing was it was in the middle of winter and the heaters just, like, could not heat the thing. So it was freezing cold. But we were in, you know, folding chairs. On either side, we had the teams. The teams weren't in booths. You had the panel in the middle. You know, you had the couches and whatever and, like, a desk in the middle Mm -hmm. between the two players. Uh, the two teams, you could see Purge and Suns fan and, on there. Slacks like was in the crowd and could walk up. He had to like ship post for two hours when there was internet issues, and I almost went and asked them about Wind Ranger for U six at the time. Uh, <laughs> it's just like fucking anybody want to talk. It was that level. It's that level of production, like for Ti. Well, I mean, to, to be honest. All that stuff feels kind of like peanuts to me, right? Like watching the stream, I I don't know what it's like to be there in person. Watching the stream, I'm like, this is a smaller space. I can tell that. I don't think that's necessarily a problem. Um, I don't need it to be grand because of like physical scale. The problem is, I mean, like just like blatant game like affecting shit where like (laughs) – the booths are not soundproofed and you're piping in like the the commentary through there the are whole no stadium. Well, there yeah. are booths at the, because there are places for you to sit. I mean, I guess they're desks, right? They're desks that, not, with a little overhead. Yeah. Booth but I like, mean like a, a composed. It is enclosed. yeah, it is not enclosed and therefore also not like sound sealed. Um mm-hmm. and we don't know I don't know the state exactly of like the headphone situation because I know some like games they like pipe in white noise cancellation. Mm-hmm. It's like but the players have said you can hear everything from the commentary. And this is a game that relies relies so heavily on hidden information. That's fucking unacceptable. And also, at the Captain's Draft Tournament, guess what? There were no booths. That you had setups like, you know, just with desks facing people. There's been many tournaments like this. We know how to do that better. Like, listen, even at TI with the booths, right? You can tell from the crowd reactions. People, you know, uh, lots of pro players have said, you know, you can tell something's going on from reactions, right? That's different than being able to hear DD double damage. Right. Like, I mean, so. There are degrees. There is, there is like, you can hear the crowd being like, oh, and you're like, okay, they're up to something. Or like in, in. Before we got this patched a number of years back, you could get the base every time uh, Roshan did the AOE smash. <laughs> they did. That. They did work on that. That should yeah. be less of a problem now. But you're still going to know from the crowd freaking out when someone's trying to sneak a Rosh or something. But like, there are a few specific things we can point to. Versus mm-hmm. like here, it's like if you are if you are an English speaker playing Dota two here, you can be like, oh, apparently according to this commentator, Earthshaker just got his blink. Good to know. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. And like, listen, it's not like this is, this type of thing is new, but the degree to which 
it, it is present and you know has been visible here and had got visibility is is way bigger than i've ever heard and also it's ti it's, it's TI. the biggest video game event ever usually historically it like, has it has a legacy to live up to and a budget to live up to like and now it's more of a legacy of the void would you say because it's it's gone sure. uh yeah but oh, i thought you were I, making I, a starcraft 2 reference for some reason i was okay Starcraft 2 is still here. It's not gone. Much as I might wish. (laughs) And yeah, so like also, of course, like, listen, it's about the Dota, the video game, right? Watching the video Mm -hmm. game, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so like to the viewer at home, it doesn't really matter that much. But then I saw pictures of previous TIs, right? At like all the state, the arenas, the stadiums, right? Mm -hmm. With the really cool setup of the booths they face each other you've got the screens for like each hero under the player you get like Um, the hologram projection stuff which they're not doing this year then like when you pick um ogre right he like claps or whatever and then Mm -hmm. when you are like earth shaker claps or something like that and so the the crowd claps along it's stupid listen it's fine but it's like it's it's part of the magic it's really you know that's it right it's a passion project it's unusual it's the magic of ti the opening ceremony, you have uh, fucking Lindsey Sterling or whatever playing the main Dota theme on the violin. You have an orchestra there sometimes. Remember the main Dota theme? Like, no. listen, I know I never do until the TI opening ceremony because, listen, you know, I use a bunch of the voice, uh, the uh, the sound packs. Harmonies of New Bloom by Jeffrey Pomodi Bryce is really great. Uh, and, you know, I have that type of thing on a lot of the time. That being said... When you hear that main Dota theme, you're like, oh, and it's the nostalgia. You gotta milk nostalgia, guys. Very powerful emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, some sort of show, right? And just like, and all the content. Like, listen, of course, we're here for the Dota. We want to see the Dota. You can have a magical Dota event. We usually have those. Like, you have Slacks and Casey back for the first time. Casey hasn't been there for a while, right? And she's she actually works for Valve now. They, they're not there to do anything. They do, like, shitty, like, live crowd things. No offense, you know, but, like, they have nothing to work with. They're no con... Like... Yeah. Listen, of course it's about... They, uh, we're watching the video have, game, but there's so much more that you can have. I, I am going to take a lesson from Slack, so I am going to mention some of the positives. They do have... Okay, you need to. Uh, they do have on their YouTube channel for the event, they are doing, like, Purian, uh, Purian Flax... Uh, doing like videos where he's like in a fake library with a pipe explaining like mm-hmm. old Dota things. Like they did. There's one of the videos that's really be, good is him like talking about like old patches and stuff. Those aren't new though. They're not. No, he's done those before. Oh, I'm I mean, he's done the. He's done the. Uh, oh, they're not new in that they have. Oh, they're a thing that they have done before, but they are released for this. Right. Right. Yep. Um, apparently, uh, Bulba just likes every patch. <laughs> <laughs> Bulba, Bul- there's one patch that Bulba was willing to condemn, and that's how you know it was a completely depraved <laughs> patch. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. To me, Listen. really, the the biggest thing is just like the job of a tournament is to balance entertainment with like competitive integrity, mm-hmm. and when you compromise competitive integrity in a way that doesn't improve the like the the viewer experience there's just nothing there's nothing redemptive about that there's nothing you can say that isn't this is shit 
I would even take it a step further. The job of a tournament is entertainment. Yeah. And part of that is, you know, a tournament period for anything, right? And so this is a tournament for Dota 2, uh, which is is very exciting to watch, especially for fans. Um, very exciting to watch uh, extreme high-level play. And so people, you know, sports, right? People identify with teams. People have favorite teams. People have, you know, oh, regions. There's, you know, regional drama, right? And the, the tribalism, like the whole aspect of sports, right? It's exciting. Sure. And so sure. if you, your competitive, competitive in, integrity, my God, my brain integrity uh, is, you know, soured or even the appearance of sour, right? It doesn't even have to necessarily be that bad. As long as there's the, the like doubt of, wait, they didn't think of this or test this, then it's like, well, okay, wow, great work. And yeah. I mean, how did we get hotter Haas, right? It's from ESL tournaments, ESL one, the two ESL ones, I believe, right? Where mm-hmm. Slacks and the Haas were there. They had a big thing. They had, you know, back rooms, right? Where the, uh, the talent was back there and would watch the games. Nahaz would, you know, get, do his analysis at the end. Um, and so that's when Slacks would steal his shit. <laughs> or Weatherman Purge, right? He would be, you know, in the wings doing, you know, analysis, like trying to find segments, you know, that, to spotlight after the end of each game. Stuff like that. Which, we just, mentioned... to, just to say okay. it, right? Yeah. Say it. Slacks has shaved his head and has a slight beard, <laughs> and he looks like a peppy version of Max Payne from Max Payne Three. He's like he's like he's like that a cheerful version of that motherfucker. And then Purge looks like Hugh Laurie from House. <laughs> he does. I don't know what what's happened done? to these boys. Pandemics have the pandemic has been cruel <laughs> to these lads. I don't think Slacks necessarily look- looks bad. He just doesn't look like Slacks. And like when I say like I don't think Purge looks bad as in he looks like I I wouldn't look at him and say dude you look bad. No, but what no. I would say is you look like your like your <laughs> life has gone bad. <laughs> Purge is a very handsome lad. He's a tall, lanky, handsome lad. Uh, and and he's not, I, well, he, he does look. look like he's addicted to Valium now, and I just don't <laughs> think it's it's flattering. For Valium him. or Vicodin or both? Sure. Okay. Yes. Yeah. What you got? Yes. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, you found drugs. Yeah. Oh, so and there's the whole thing that, you know, speaking of magic, there's not much else to say, I don't think. Uh, but speaking of fucking magic, having the talent not at T.I., does it affect the viewer? Well, it does. It does. Um, even if it doesn't affect the viewer that much. It's so sad. Like, imagine being selected, you know, like people, all the talent has before to go to the TI. It's like, wow, that's a real, like, thing to put on your resume or, like, exciting thing for you. And then you're not at TI. You're literally not there. And so you also, it does affect the viewer. You can't have pro players on. You can't have eliminated pro players on. That's a big thing. That's a strange thing about the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like, sometimes that's, I think, how some players like got their start or like, you know, get into doing talent work, you know, off off the pitch talent work. I mean, and it's really have, cool. You have the commentators there, right? The but casters. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but that's like... Way. 
I mean, I will say that's good overall, but also every time we go from like the desk, right? With mm-hmm. the with you know the the talent who've been sitting around between games talking about things, it's like okay, here we go, real life simulation, and we throw it to Odie Pixel and Cinderin. Thank you, Shiver. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the latency is just lethal. Oh, is is Od uh, Od Pixel casting? Yeah. Oh, that's sure. so sad. That's so sad. Because him and Shiva are together. They're <laughs> so sad. Oh my god. I, th- I think maybe I'm misremembering, but I thought he was. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. He's definitely he wouldn't be, you know, like um on the panel. I think you're right. That's so sad. Yeah, no, he is yeah, he is on. Hmm. <laughs> it's so sad. Oh, <laughs> Feels How, so bad. I can't for them. believe you'd have to spend a week away from your girlfriend. Impossible. No, it, the world's my- <laughs> greatest tragedy. I'm sobbing right now. It's more that you, you know you are at TI, and your uh, your poor girlfriend isn't. It's just really sad. It's yeah. like, listen, even if you couldn't get them in the in the mall, <laughs> sure. Just you can find a place to have a studio in Singapore. You have that luxury. I'm sure it's hard to book things. You have the luxury of paying people to book things. You yeah. coulda. You just didn't want to. And that's just kind of the story of TI. So this weekend, we'll finish this up unless you have more to say. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking a lot. They're going to an arena for the last two days. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it looks like in terms of their setup. Maybe Gabe comes out. Please, I just want to see Gabe Newell come out and do say welcome to the international, okay? Maybe a voice line or something for us. But... <laughs> just show up with a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> he just presses the button. He doesn't what if say you it. what if you hire like a, a Gabe Newell the way you would a Santa Claus, right? <laughs> <laughs> well so you do that. <sighs> I'm getting mad at past you remember like the one they did where like Gabe Newell pokes his head in? And like mm-hmm. the video content, or whatever. Yeah. What if you have it live, or you have Santa Claus come out? Santa and you're Claus doing a hologram Newell. like he's Fifty Cent and he's dead. <laughs> no, you have multiple Santa Claus Gabe Newells out, and they keep trying to say it, right? So, welcome uh, to the international. Welcome to the show, Bea Lucked. Bea, do you have feelings on the finals of Ti? What are your hopes? Bea, Bea, are you there? Oh, hey. How's it going? Do you have feelings? Do you have feelings on the finals of TI? Are you excited? Or like what are you excited about? <laughs> you can tell. Who's your favorite to win? <laughs> Team Secret, Tundra, Team Aster, and Team Liquid. I didn't know either. <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. It's like the, it's so like so. Four. The last two days, yeah. they're going into an arena. We have no idea what's there, but it is a bigger arena, and they play the uh, the the finals, the final games. Yeah. Secret, Tundra, Aster, Liquid. So did six. 
We were just talking about them, like where they they came out of nowhere, kind of, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I know we know two people on there, right? Big gotcha. Ah, it makes sense. Our ex- our Western exposure. Uh, Bea, where can people find you on the internet? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. There you go. It's good. Good for you. Uh, I guess we're ready to go to building character six. Oh, uh, wait. Well, first we have to go by Jack Snacks. Okay, let's go by Jack Snacks. We don't have room. We do not have room. Six, what do you got? We do not have room. We do not have room. <laughs> wow. Live on air. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our bumpers are. Uh, 6.969, I think. Something like that. <laughs> Wait, okay. So we'll have to make one of those. We'll have to make one of those. What flavor? <laughs> Mm. Mm, classic well adventure is what i aim to bring to the table with this very spooky episode because i have two different novelty candy corns oh boy candy corn uh we're starting off with believe it or not the less weird of the two here we have some brock's Fun Fetty candy corn. Blah, blah. Um, hmm. I'm a big fan of candy corn for like the first few pieces. And I think that's kind of the perfect amount. Oh, it smells like candy corn. <laughs> it's actually mostly honey, but yeah. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess classically, these days, probably not, but cl- the, originally it was. It still has honey in the recipe, but, um, right. <laughs> um, these are like, you know how they have like cake batter ice cream? Mm-hmm. It's just cake batter candy corn. In a good way? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're on the yeah. podcast now. <laughs> no, that's th- listen. I'm always recording Discord, except this time. You're kidding me. What? <laughs> no fucking way. Why is it? <laughs> it's literally armed to record. What? You've got to be kidding me. Oh no, Bay. I'm so sorry. You're not on the. P- 
I'm always so I'm always recording Discord, right? Just in case somebody does bomb us. That's kind of the point. Oh my god! It. Di I'm so. I'm gonna have to get creative. This is not coming out before I go to work. <laughs> I I can edit it, but yeah. Damn. I mean, how are you gonna edit? You don't have his voice. <laughs> it's fine. I I'm don't recording it. now. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's not okay. I was gonna say I I snuck into your house and I sabotaged everything because it was pre-planned. It was pre-planned. That's strange. What is that sound outside? It's me. <laughs> it's me. What's your other uh, flavor, six? My six other is flavor. Housing funfetti candy corn right now. Um, I was trying to take a proper picture I could use for the for the thing. Um, oh, I saw of the kernels uh, Bayer, themselves. Can you take a picture of your chips? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, you can put it in the episode notes. Um, Probably can't. No, I just made him a podcaster for a second. Oh, nice. Because, nice. I mean, he's on the podcast. Uh, I've never seen this happen before. I rotated the photo in the editor, and I hit done, and it's just endlessly thinking about how to save this photo. <laughs> That's the hardest thing it's ever done. That candy corn looks not like candy corn. Right? That's not usually how it looks. Not not color wise. Yeah, I mean it's the right shape, but yeah, hmm. okay. But it looks more like candy corn than nerds candy corn. Oh, no. oh that sounds good. Soft and chewy candy shell. Oh That's man, not what a candy corn did, is. Did the blue candy corns melt in the bag? <laughs> they kind of got. They there's a little bit of um. These appear to be quite fragile, mm -hmm. uh, and also there's there's melting and crushing occurring. Um, I will get a couple of isolated kernels to take pictures of, um, but basically I'm 99% sure this is like a candy corn uh, form for a nerd rope. Hmm. Six, uh, or, uh, Bay, I'm waiting for that, those chip. Oh, I, I'm actually in the car right now. Oh, in, I figured. In my parking lot. Yeah. It's upstairs. No, I see. Um, I was going to say, I've seen you guys post, um, like, food and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, drinks. And, um, yeah, I always imagined that um, I don't have dental insurance right now. Because mm -hmm. I guess I'm kind of young or whatever. But I get... I was, I've always thought that um, I'd eat like a how I used to as a kid, like all these um, like sugary candies and stuff like that. Once I get dental insurance, <laughs> Bea this is, is bad. not too young for dental. Oh, which flavor did you try? I tried like one of almost every flavor. It's just that the candy shell is really thick, which is not like a a resistance problem, but just a ratio of, like, flavor here. It just tastes really unpleasantly artificial and not good. The the flavor, it's not like the candy corn part? Like the, the honey corn Well, there's, there's no handy, like, they are candy corn in shape. Mm -hmm. No other part of this is at all candy corn. That's bad. What about the Finally, we're closing it out with Snickerdoodle Oreos. Oh my god. There hasn't been any novelty Oreos in uh, the Harris Teeter, if you know that one. Here, Espea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot for a while, but... 
Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe we're looking here at a cinnamon cookie. Cinnamon flavor creme plus crunchy sugar crystals. Yeah, that's 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 the innovation here is these these crunchy sugar crystals I hear so much about. Um, here we go. I think I had one that had them. I hear the crunch. Good to the last crunch. It's fine. It's a cinnamon Oreo. I'll probably eat all of them because I like cinnamon. <laughs> so there's no. What is it? what is a snickerdoodle but like a cinnamon sugar cookie? I guess. But also they're like soft, like texturally. This is way off, obviously. But... With a cookie? Oh no no no! Sorry, the, the snickerdoodles the... are right. soft. Yeah. yeah, the Oreo cookie top is what I was talking about. But I'm like, oh, that makes no sense. Since right. I need to make a pun well, about having a snaking suspicion about something. Okay, there we nice. go. I got it out. Do um, you want to go to building character now? We have to go to building character now. Where is it? Six, I know what you do. Um, put in the Charlie Brown adult talk. This is exactly, that was exactly my plan, actually. So. God damn it. I hate it. <laughs> what does this mean for the Six and I keep thinking about the, of the same things recently. It's getting scary. Remember building character, Six? Welcome to building character, uh, where we come up with hero concepts. Um, usually for Dota 2, we've done League, though, before at one point. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what do you have for me today, Six? Actually, hmm. I should go Do you first. Want to go honestly. first. You can go first. I was just yeah. say, sick. So I don't really know what I what happened here. So I did it before I left work today, um, just like in a craze, in a, like a fog. It came over me, um, like some sort of mash. Uh, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, so what I have for you today, <clears throat> my hero concept for Ramona, the fiduciary. She's a ranged intelligence <laughs> support. Many a would-be hero has claimed to be the one destined to end the War of the Ancients, the magnitude of their valor and bravery, rivaled only by their colossal stupidity. Ramona the Fiduciary once had such an apprentice. She instructed him in the accounting, spelled with a Y like chemistry is for alchemist, arts as a part of fulfilling her duties as trusted agent to both Rift Shadow royalty and those unique organizations capable of retaining such a talent on staff. But while the boy was capable of arithmetic and accounts payable far beyond his years, within his heart grew an idyllic fascination. Surely, the great resources whose details his fingers grazed daily should be capable of more. Imagine, he thought, what feats, what territorial return on investment could be accomplished were he to wield the might contained in the books he himself kept. His was the responsibility to leverage such power. There could be no other way. The signs of discontent were evident, but Ramona wouldn't allow herself to entertain such doubts. It was her responsibility to train her budding apprentice in performing their duties as trusted agents, and there could be no master and student partnership without maintaining such trust amongst themselves. But ere long, fraud struck. Arriving to the palace one morning, she was shocked to see the office ransacked, the storage coffers empty, and the conspicuous absence of her pupil. 
In the coming years, the former apprentice ruled as tyrant over the kingdom, his insidious grasp on the underpinnings of society forcing the cities to acquiesce and grant him the authority he desired. Forever possessed of the belief that he would be the one to rule over and project his force across the lands to maintain a type of peace. Dark rituals were performed, experimenting on live victims whose souls were augmented, often resulting in them being ripped out through the use of arcane crystals. While the name of this king has been lost to the ages, Ramona never forgets. Possessing a critical responsibility to her clients, Ramona may not be profiting off the War of the Ancients like some, but, in all things accounting or otherwise, is highly desirable to many true heroes for... But, in all things accounting or otherwise, (laughs) this phrase... Fucking, I tried to go lower phrasing, but in all things accounting or otherwise is highly desired by many true heroes for now not her accounting skills, but as an indelible trustee. Atoning for her past failure, Ramona the fiduciary vows to stop the ancients at any cost. Oh, it's a cost. Oh, we got Bay's, uh oh, Carolina style barbecue and salt and vinegar. Six, what are your thoughts on Carolina style barbecue? Six is the barbecue. Oh, that's, that's the here. ideal. That's the good shit. Oh, the six seal of approval. And you like salt and vinegar too, right? Yeah, yeah. These are some do- good choices here. I, it's been a while since I've had Uts too. I can't tell you the last time I, I bought a bag of Uts chips. All right, so let's move on to our abilities. Remember, ranged intelligence support is the idea. Um, okay. In terms of appearance. Um, I was thinking, I don't know, like a calculator is what she really should have, but that doesn't fit. You know, it's too goofy. Um, she's not Tinker. Um, right. Uh, and so let's say she's like a humanoid. Uh, I thought of making her keen. I don't think so. She's like a humanoid, um, like human, maybe elf type thing. Uh, and I think so. Imagine, you know, uh, like Puss in Boots from Shrek, right? What if Puss in Boots from Shrek was uh, a Hispanic woman who had like extremely stereotypical nerdy spectacles and a staff? Uh, and so she is, of course, from Rift Shadow, uh, which is now the Rift Shadow Ruins after right, uh, right. what happened there. Hey. <laughs> uh, we take it to, no, uh, we'll not take it to Battlecrow. Um, which I learned about, you know, the shards. That's how Meepo happened, because one of those shards that can, like, mess with your soul, he picked one up, and then his soul got split. So that's interesting. Sure. Um, so that's what, you know, that's what she looks like. Um, her Q. Liquid, um, uh, sorry, let's start off with W, Joint Venture. Uh, She targets an allied unit within 3,000 range, granting them incoming damage reduction and deflecting a a portion of the magic damage taken uh, to herself uh, after the reduction. Uh, And it gives a small attack damage increase that scales off her int. Uh, She Mm -hmm. can also use this on creeps for enhanced effect. So it basically, you know, does a damage reduction and then she will take... um, a bunch of the magic damage they take gotcha but uh, but gotcha. It's, it's reduced because she's a support so it'd probably be useless if, if uh not uh and it can't kill her that's the thing so oh, it can't be lethal that damage. is fancy mm-hmm. and i was just like i don't know why not you be able to use it on creeps go for it uh and so we got to go to her e so she has two skills uh an e and a d version uh escrow fiduciary targets any hero temporarily extracting HP or mana, depending on which button you hit, and safeguarding it in her own pool. 
if after some time, I don't know, 15 to 60 seconds, the amount is not liquidated, which is her cue, she suffers a pen penalty for violating her financial responsibility. Uh, so she takes damage or loses all that mana. Like, it's not just removed from her pool. She also takes the damage. Uh, and she cannot cast Escrow again for two minutes because, you know, she's violated trust. Sure, sure. And so so the Q, I'll, I'll go back in a sec. So the Q is liquidate. Uh, she targets an allied or enemy hero to expend all of her current escrow to either heal or damage or give or take mana from the target. Um, you don't have to return it to the original target of escrow, which could have been an ally or uh, an enemy. But if you do, uh, they get a bonus effect. So basically, imagine a Pugna you know, life drain, right? It's not, mm -hmm. a, not a channel. But instead of getting just getting that health you get that health temporarily um and so you can get stacks of this so, you know i don't know three stacks you take three bites out of an enemy so you do some damage and you get that hp back to yourself you can then use liquidate on an ally to heal them or you can use liquidate on an enemy to damage them uh same thing for mana okay that makes sense and you could also like you know you could steal hp from uh, I don't know, a big, beefy Primal Beast and give it to a CM. So you could just do it between your team, too. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, and then for her ult, Hostile Takeover. For, I don't know, 30 seconds, uh, remove the stack cap on escrow so you can just keep taking uh, HP or, or max HP or mana from someone. Mm -hmm. um, uh, if Yep, so it does that. So she's boosted up that way. And then if there are two or more ally heroes than enemy heroes, if you have two more heroes than the enemy team within uh, the range of escrow, like three, the, within the range of escrow, whatever, uh, a big area, for more than 10 seconds, uh, you can cast it again to take over an enemy hero for you know some amount of seconds. Uh, you can't damage them. Uh, but you can use them, you know, against their team or something like that. Uh, okay. It's hard to do because, you know, it's it's a reasonable ability because it's balanced by the duration uh, that you have to have people within your AOE of. I mean, it'll probably but, still get some nerf patches, but, you know. Oh, sure. But I just, I came up with the idea of what if, you know, you were somehow able to stun a really tanky hero. Well, you were able to stun an Enigma for a while, right, with a bunch of heroes. Mm -hmm. uh, and so then you can hostile take over the Enigma and just waste Black Hole and then remove the hostile takeover. <laughs> okay. Just finding okay. ways to be a dick. So that sure. is Ramona. M -m -m My Ramona the fiduciary. I, it's a fairly reasonable design, actually, which is surprising. But <laughs> Thank you. Which is strange because Six messaged me like, Listen, I'm so sorry. I, writ I wrote so much lore. It's going to be a long time. And I'm like, six, I always do that. And then, like, you have to play Spanish Flea or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I'll let you take the stage here. Twelve days are enough. Frostivus comes most years, born on grievel hands. It brings mischief and merriment to all nations and lands. Tis all in good fun, warming battle-weary hearts without fail. How could any guess its founding was such a grisly tale? He was a kind soul, and every new face he saw a friend. Isn't it clear just from that he was due a dark end? For kindness has limits, and so too a smile. They offer no protection against the vicious and vile. So many gifts he gave, yet his of life was taken quick. 
that's all the time we have to eulogize St. Nick. They stole more than his life, they took Christmas itself. The presents, the trees, even elf on a shelf. The name they erased, the memories they devoured, by such dark acts was Frostivus and its servants empowered. Of Santa Claus not even a scrap remained, save for his resentment, the only part they hadn't drained. That anger became hatred, that hatred became fury, and truly such things are impossible to bury. Rage mad perhaps, but not without cunning, a deal with the ancients has him back in the running. A pair of legs they gave him, skeletal in form, a twisted tree line his spine, his blood lava still warm. Cast iron arms and an unjolly frown, and atop his head two massive antlers a crown. In search of Yule prey, he calls into the night, Mount your head on my wall if you prove a good fight. The Christmas Spirit Wow. <laughs> you did put a lot of effort into that. Uh, so his cue is Season's Beatings. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead. Actually, at this point, I'll go ahead and, and share with you. It'd be easy to, to look it over and, you know, keep track mm -hmm. of things. Um, basically, he gives himself a very brief buff. And during that time, if he's hit by an enemy auto attack, uh, all damage and on hit effects of that attacker are, are, are prevented. And instead, he leaps to them and grabs them and slams them into the ground for a, a brief Ooh. stun. So sort of I like a, little, that. a little counter. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, his, it is a, it's a parry, yeah. Uh, his W is Winter Wonderland. Uh, Chris, uh, Christmas Spirit creates a large field of ice emanating out from his feet. All enemies upon it suffer reduced movement speed and a reduction to healing received. Um, so he can't target this. He just It just emanates out him in an AoE um, okay. and marks that area for a limited time. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's a Shiva's guard. It's a, well, but it creates a lasting piece of territory for a while. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like it's like um an untargetable upheaval. Okay. Um his E is Santa's claws. Uh slashing his claws out in front of him in an arc, Christmas spirit damages and pulls Goodbye, towards him all units affected. Goodbye, Bea. Um so he just does a quick like physical attack, um, triggers any any on hit stuff he's got and pulls them in. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh the new most broken ability in the game, uh okay. Yule Remnant. A haunting holiday effigy. When linked to a hero using the D ability Link Yule Remnant, uh, it turns the uh, remnant into an unmoving replica of that hero for a short time. Six, eight, ten seconds. Copying all buffs and debuffs present at the moment of linkage, as well as current health and mana. All damage done to the replica is dealt to the linked hero at the end of the remnant's duration. Heals, applied or, uh, heals are applied as used. And the linked hero is invulnerable to all their sources of damage. Basically, it is a voodoo doll. Hmm. Um, so, uh, when, when linked, so it will. So basically, so the... you 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 plant it like any any okay, remnant, so you do right? Plant. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you use your D, and you cast it on an enemy hero, mm -hmm. and your remnant becomes a basically a clone of that hero. Their current HP, their current mana, all their current buffs, all their mm -hmm. items. But is just standing there not doing anything. And your entire team can just kick the shit out of it. And the real hero takes all that damage. 
I was thinking about it and I was like, I, I want this guy to be a nightmare. Right. Uh-huh. And then I was like, what if he was specifically like a counter to when you are, when a carry gets out of control, right? When a carry How? gets so fed that you can't really like, you can't win a man fight against them. And so mm. instead you have to get close enough to them. There are certain risks involved. He, the carry can jump you while you're doing this and fuck you up. Mm-hmm. But in theory, you just link the you you get close. You link your Yule remnant to them, and then beat the shit out of a version of them that can't fight back. Okay, um, how is it not broken? Oh, it is. It just is. Okay, okay. Um, the Ag like Scepter makes it so that the linked hero is no longer invulnerable, so you can fight both of them. Um, double your damage oh. if you want, and then also you can use the link on a friendly hero if you like. Oh, it's not so you could, uh, invuln. It's not broken because it's invuln. So like they can attack you at the same time. Yeah. So basically, when you create the effigy, mm-hmm. um, the the person who you've created the effigy of, you cannot attack. Right. They won't take any damage. You. Can but they can attack, attack the you. Is the thing they That's can attack you. Balanced. Yes. Okay. Yes. They're not CC'd in any way. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the sh- uh, you can create it. You can with a uh, scepter. You can link to a friendly hero. So, for example, you could use this on your carry right before they go in, so that you can heal them without getting yourself in danger. Ooh. Or buff them. Oh, that um, is good. And then the shard is that people who are standing on Winter Wonderland, the sort of ground ice AOE, mm-hmm. um, have a five percent HP shatter, like Ancient Apparition's <laughs> ult. Makes sense. I didn't even think about scepter or shard for mine. Um, let's say for shard, it should buff probably Esk. Esk mm, is kind of the whole deal. Let's buff. Let's say liquidate is AOE with scepter. That's what it does. Uh, with shard. Um, shard is a just random thing. Uh, you can spawn a healing ward but it's for mana it's for uh for gold okay there we go I did <laughs> okay sorry me did both. great uh, what what's it called instead of healing ward stocks i don't know <laughs> stop it's stonks yes her shard is stonks oh i should have had one of her abilities be stonks oh well Next, By the way, uh, earlier year. I said earlier I said hologram fifty cent. I'm sorry, I'm at hologram Tupac. I apologize. Oh, that's right. Fifty is fifty cent dead now? No, he's still around. You sound so. <laughs> gotcha. I I I could be mistaken, but I believe that like a lot of people who've become celebrities who've become wealthy in recent years, he's made poor choices. That's all. That's likely. Uh, that you know, understandable. Likely, I see. Uh, I believe he was part of a Bitcoin scam. So, you know. Oh, boy. Which <laughs> is a little redundant, I suppose. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Scam. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all, that's all I got. Nice. Yeah, it, this was fun. I mean, I just banged this out. I, but, like, I was, you know, looking on the Dota 2 wiki. I was like, oh, Rift Shadow. That's a real place. Of course it's a real place. You know, we we have to do some more of these. Anything is possible. Uh, but for now, uh, we're calling it an episode, I believe. Uh, 
So thank you again to Bea for, for joining us. Uh, currently mic muted. I don't know if that will change, but thank you. Um, Nick, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at the Bottle Code Discord, uh, which is in the show notes. We, uh, we do talk about stuff here, strangely. Uh, and we post episode notes. Uh, mm-hmm. Bay is blue screening, apparently, that he was having issues. Wow. Uh, so maybe That's don't nice. try the Bottle Code Discord. I don't know. Uh, let's see. There's messages in Jackie's chow. Usually there's reactions if I post, you know, stuff like caviar and chocolate. Um, but, you know, it's a fun spot. Your own personal nightmare. Yep. I am Someone my own can personal pre- nightmare. can hear your prayers, but doesn't care. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Hey, here's an unusual request. Uh, mm-hmm. Why don't you rate us on, on your podcasting service? That helps. Write reviews. Oh, That's right. Like, it gets us, you know, gets us more listeners and, you know, like, more listeners inherently good, but also sometimes they become patrons over at Patreon.com to Scanline Media. And then I get... We get resources that we can use to do even more stupid stuff. And that's great. I love that for us. It's true. You do get battle. Wow, we're actually playing. You do get a battle crow, a bonus uh, monthly episode. Yeah. Yeah. An extra which is somehow of usually crow worse than, ba- than bottle crow. Well, it's because we're recording a normal episode of bottle crow, but while also trying to competently play a video game. Yeah. Like a shooter, Starcraft. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Highly recommend. Lowly recommend. Okay, six. Uh, yes. Let's let's make a deal. Uh, they'll review the podcast. We'll finally update the description of Bottle Crow Reborn on iTunes. I can. Uh, well, you know what? I can't promise that. I can promise I will do what I'm able to do. Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't take, but we'll see what we <laughs> can does. do. So we edited the description of your podcast, but I'm so sorry it didn't take. It's like it's like. <sighs> I believe you, you for sure. write whatever you want on the letter, but then you have uh-huh. to put it on the envelope. And sometimes iTunes just doesn't open the fucking envelope. It's a whole <laughs> fucking thing. iTunes. Their, their system is bad. Yeah. Anyway, until next time, folks. Peace out. Sure.